go. Hey yo, I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. I'm your functional systems integrator, and this is my podcast where practice is not just the theme of the show, but the whole purpose behind it. I'm using this platform to practice podcasting and to practice speaking in general while espousing half thoughts and providing unsolicited advice. So every week I'll be talking about my experience with this practice, along with various lifestyle practices, as well as theories and ideas behind the virtue of practice itself. As always, I'm fortunate to be joined by my practice partner and partner in life, Pam. Hello. And just to let you know, don't take my word for everything I say in this session. Make sure to check out my detailed show notes where I'll follow up on all the things I could have done better. You can find that and more info about this whole process at forcesofequal.com slash practice. And today we're recording. It is... May 3rd, 2020, coming at you from beautiful, sunny SoCal. Weather's been gorgeous lately. Mm -hmm. And this is our 10th practice session. We're in the double digits. (laughs) And I'm trying something a little different today, which is I'm doing this on the fly, completely on the fly, kind of like we did on the first session Mm -hmm. where I didn't know what I was doing. Where I didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) Exactly. And I kind of didn't tell you what I was doing with this session in terms of having no agenda and no notes to go off of. Nope. Whereas before I had a couple talking points and notes on my segments that I wanted to make sure that I cover and also my little script for the intro. But I did that all from memory today. And it might be a little different from before, but I'm comfortable with what I put out. I think it's pretty similar. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. And so, yeah, just putting a little more pressure on myself on my process of speaking better and improving my conversational skills and thinking and talking on the fly. So... (laughs) Yeah, so I memorized that whole intro and got that out of the way. So (laughs) that's good. Good job. So let's get right into the first segment, which is, of course, on my experience with this practice of podcasting. So this is a segment where I talk about my progress with this practice of podcasting. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of alliterative words there. Right. And so now I have to remember what all my goals were and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> uh, last week, you talked about releasing same day. Yes. And I did that. Congratulations. And yeah, that was, it was pretty easy. And I was able to get through it without any issues. And I published the audio for the episode the same day of recording. So mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and try to do that again today. The show notes took uh, another day, though. So, you know, it takes me time to go through the audio and correct the transcript, which is generated by AI. So I go through that while I'm listening to correct some of the typos or mistypings. And so I do that on the next day and we'll see if I can do that in the same day or not. I'm not really worried about it. And then on the social media side, I've been slowly sharing a little more and more here and there. 
I saw that you published um, a clip from the show through Facebook uh, or yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. So the software I'm using that I mentioned a couple times before called Descript, which uh, is what I'm using for transcription and kind of as like a basic DAW or digital audio workstation. So there's different DAWs that you can use to process your audio afterwards. So post-processing and editing in terms of like the audio mix and the balance and other effects that you want to add in, whether it's music or fades and stuff like that. You do that in your DAW and Descript is all online and browser-based. Actually, they have a desktop app as well that you can use, but it's cloud-based and it allows you to record audio directly into it or import audio into it. And then it'll give out uh, artificial intelligence-derived transcript within like a minute or, you know, a few seconds, depending on the length of the audio track. So it's pretty cool how it does all this on the fly. Mm -hmm. And then they also offer some additional publishing options. So for example, I tried out their audiogram option, which is basically a little video clip that you can create with your audio clip. And in Descript, it since it has your transcript for the audio, it'll print the words in that clip into the video clip. So it'll highlight the words as it goes along, as those words are sounded in the video clip. So it's a cool little social media item that you can share and, you know, provide little clips of your podcast to your followers. Yeah, it's a great way to pull out like a really interesting quote or um, like a little teaser for people to see or hear um, in their feed and get interested and want to listen to the episode instead of just being like, hey, listen to our podcast. You can actually give them a little piece, which I love. Right, exactly. It's a little more on the interactive side of media, I guess you could say. And there's also other apps that you can use to create these audiograms. I think the big one is called Headliner, but having it available right within Descript, a program that I'm already using, is really convenient. Mm -hmm. And I really like the format that they publish them in. So it's a really cool little feature. And I've been raving about Descript in general and their transcription and their audio editing interface. It's really cool for podcasting, so I would urge anybody interested to check that out. And then on the front of the website, I've just been making little tweaks here and there, but like I said last week, everything's pretty much fully hashed out. And so like I do with websites now, I just kind of tweak and op optimize stuff here and there. And we have some new things with other projects that we're working on as well. So I'm working on the back end with those projects as well. But yeah, everything else, it's pretty much been on cruise control, which is kind of the direction I wanted to go last week. And yeah, now I'm finding myself trying to enforce some other little things like memorizing the intro and not having any notes or an agenda for this podcast to kind of challenge myself with this whole project, which is just kind of crazy, thinking back to the first episode, which I wanted to do because 
I was afraid to do it, basically. <laughs> and now I'm publishing these episodes every week and challenging myself to talk with additional added pressures that I put on myself. So yeah, it's just a whole crazy paradigm I'm putting myself through in terms of getting out of my comfort zone and challenging myself. So, so in, in like two months, are you going to be trying to talk while I'm like throwing Nerf balls at your head? Or <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll see, you know, we're keeping it all agile and adapting on the fly. So <laughs> hopefully listeners can see that I'm making some sort of progress with my speaking abilities as well. So I definitely I've been can. getting some feedback through my social media postings and uh, various listeners sharing their thoughts on my project. So that's been fun. Yeah. And I have a couple big fans, I guess you could call them. So I just want to give a shout out to Daryl and Jennifer. So... <laughs> Hello, you guys are on my podcast, so <laughs> whatever that's worth. Thanks for being super fans. Yeah. And let's see, what else about the podcasting process? Um, I think that's pretty much it. You know, we're just kind of cruising along and things are going well. I don't know if, Pam, you want to mention some things that we've been working on or kind of keep that under the hood for now? No, we can definitely talk about it. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to start releasing episodes in the near future. Uh, we have uh, two other shows that we're working on. One um, was inspired by this show. It was inspired by practice and by just doing um, something that scares you and putting yourself out there. So that's um, called Not Bad Advice, which is a show where um, each week we will discuss one good idea that um, anyone can use, no matter where they are in their life or who they are. Uh, so that will be a weekly show coming out um, in, I don't know, in the next month or so, probably. We're still, CK is making music for me. So um, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely say within the next month or so. I cool. mean, we recorded the second episode today. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're doing that a little differently than this one, where, you know, we're just doing practice on the fly and publishing them every week. Not Bad Advice is going to be a little different. We're going to, they're a little more scripted and a little more polished, and we're going to go and do some post-processing and editing with that. So... Yeah, I mean, this whole process is, has been fun and it's cool to be able to work on these projects that are stemming out from this one. And, you know, I'm getting to employ the knowledge and all the different tools that I've been learning. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just awesome what's come out of this practice podcast. That's been awesome for me too. I uh, was just uh, talking the other day with my performance coach about how uh, grateful I am that you took this leap to start learning all of these things because by doing that, you allowed me to create not bad advice because if I had to create a podcast all on my own, I would totally not. I would just be like, well, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm not going to do it. But because <laughs> I have you as a partner to handle like some of the technical stuff that I just wouldn't, um, I mean, I could do it, but I wouldn't, um, that has opened up uh, opportunities for me. So I'm very grateful for that. That's awesome. And I'm grateful for having you here to help me co-host <laughs> on this original practice podcast. And, you know, it's, it's fun just doing this 
every week and getting this out and the process itself is just fun and I look forward to it every week and I just get so much out of it. It's just been such a blessing. It's so I, I do want to mention that, you know, on the note of putting additional pressures on myself <laughs> for this podcast, I'm thinking, you know, now that this is the 10th episode, there's, you know, a little something special about that number. And that's kind of why I wanted to pressure myself to do everything on the fly in this episode. But now I'm thinking that I may do something special for the 13th episode. And the reason for the 13th is because I'm thinking we'll do maybe like a quarterly review of this whole process. Okay. So every 13 weeks, we'll do like a little review episode. Sure. And that'll be a little more prepared. You know, I'll go back and kind of review the whole experience and process and maybe gauge my own progress and provide maybe like a summary of the first 12 episodes or, you know, the episodes that we did in that quarter. I think it would be really interesting. Um, I know you don't want to do a ton of editing, but if you pulled like a clip from the first episode and a clip from the 12th and played them back to back, just to like have that dramatic difference in how you're speaking. Yeah, that's a great idea. So yeah, and one more thing on the podcasting front, I want to talk about the audio or the sound quality, which is something I've been working on over the weeks as I've been learning more and more about it. So I was a little disappointed with the sound quality of last week's episode. And, you know, I was actually kind of excited to hear it back because I've been working on all the different sound engineering stuff. And I thought last week's was going to be awesome. I thought it was going to be sounding awesome. But I think I left too much of the mid-range in there. There was like a kind of like a canny, maybe a little echoey quality that uh wasn't as apparent in previous episodes so i think i may have overdone things uh, or you know over processed or over optimized stuff so i'll be kind of working on a little more audio stuff on that front this week trying to perfect the sound and you know i'm just working with uh whatever we have in our little home studio here and i don't even have reference monitors that I could use. So it's been kind of difficult to gauge the sound quality. But I actually listened to last week's episode on the drive home from the trails when I went running on the trails on Friday. And that was the first time I listened to it in the car, actually. And so, you know, I could kind of tell and compare it to other podcasts that I listened to. And you know, I could compare the quality there. So yeah, the sound quality isn't where I want it yet. But you know, it's getting there. I'm learning different things. And there's good and bad things that have, you know, I've been processing every week. Uh, But on that note, I was listening through Overcast, which is my favorite podcast player. And they have this feature called Smart Speed, Mm -hmm. which takes out like empty space or silence and pauses in an algorithmic manner so it sounds natural so it's not like bumpy or jarring Mm -hmm. yeah choppy exactly and so and that's you know i basically use that 
for all the podcasts that I listen to. And most podcasts I even listen to at an increased speed, you know, whether it's 1.25 to two times speed. <laughs> and, you know, listening back to this podcast practice using smart speed and at regular speed, I didn't even speed it up, but just smart speed on regular speed, I sounded pretty good. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's, it, it cuts out like the pauses and stuff. So that helps. But like, you know, I've been putting all this pressure on myself to sound good in conversation and, you know, try to sound all good speaking and talking <laughs> and all that stuff. And listening back, you know, it's, I mean, I want to say it's pretty much just as good as the majority of podcasts that I listen to, like the interview style podcast anyway. And so, yeah, it's a interesting perspective to kind of be outside myself per se and listening back and experiencing it, you know, experiencing listening to myself like I listen to others, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Of course, that was, uh, I haven't gone back to listen to the first podcast yet, the first episode, so that'll be interesting. But So do you have any perspective there on, um, you know, a lot of people might try this and then listen to themselves and be like, oh, I sound terrible, or, you know, like get really, really judgy about mm -hmm. how they sound. Why do you think, other than sounding good, like, why do you think you're able to listen to it and not have that reaction? I'm not sure. I think on one hand, I'm getting more comfortable with like my place in the world per se. I know that sounds weird, but I'm comfortable with not having all the right answers, you know, at the time. Yeah. And, you know, that's we were talking about before with push and pull identity where, you know, before I was trying to push this notion of, I guess, intelligence or, like, authoritativeness out there. But now it's just like, I know I have all this knowledge and the way that I put it out there is the way that I put it out there. That's just me. And... Like, my thing is not to be the expert or the authority. It's to share the information that I get from the experts and authorities. And so, I guess I don't have all the pressure that I used to put on myself in terms of having to have all the right information mm. or, ha like, publishing it perfectly. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if that's going to relate with anyone else, but that's kind of why I'm more comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah, I think I think it definitely relates like letting go of the perfectionism so you can get your voice out there. Yeah. I also really liked the tip of listening to your show on headphones but also in a car because so many people are going to listen to it in the car and it might sound different in like differently in there. I think that's a really huge tip. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it sounds totally different cuz uh in the studio I use headphones, just closed back headphones, and they're studio monitor headphones. They're old Audio-Technica. I think they're like M-ATH-30s or something like that. And they're great headphones, but, you know, there's 
so many different ways that people listen to audio these days. So it'd be nice to have like accurate studio monitors. But yeah, you got to work with what you have. And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've just kind of melded into the free talking segment. Yeah. So we'll just keep it going. Cool. The free talking segment is the segment where I practice speaking by making tangent salads about the half thoughts that are currently occupying my mind. And so last week we started talking about spectral potentiality. We did. I actually started reading Thinking Fast and Slow after that to uh, get up to speed on System 1 and System 2 so I can be a little bit more uh, active in this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to start the free talking segment on that? (laughs) Uh, No, I'm, I'm like... The book is 20 hours long. The audiobook is 20 hours long, which is, oh, wow. for reference, if people have read the Game of Thrones books, those ones are about 40 hours. So you know how big a Game of Thrones book is. This is half that size. So <laughs> I'm like, it's going to be a while until I've got it all down. But <laughs> Yeah, it's a great book. And yeah, Daniel Kahneman, he's like one of the godfathers of behavioral economics. So yeah, I'm excited for you to get through that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm not sure where I want to go with this. I think I want to touch on whole lines, actually, because that's going to, it kind of runs through a lot of my mode of thinking fundamentally. Can you you spell that? Yeah, whole lines. It's H-O-L-O-N-S. Okay. And this is a term, I think it was developed by Arthur Kessler, So I'm reading a book that he wrote called The Ghost in the Machine. And he's a prolific science fiction writer. He's, I think, sold like the second most science fiction books behind, is it George Orwell or Orson Welles? George Orwell, no, at 1984. I thought you were going to say L. Ron Hubbard. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's also a thinker and he's been big in psychology and... This book is dives really deep into complex systems and quantum theory and stuff like that. So Holons has to do with complex systems. And it's the notion that basically everything is a system and it's also a part of a system. Mm-hmm. So like humans... We're a system and, you know, within our system, we have systems within us. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like our cardiovascular system or different organ systems. And then we're also part of a system. So that could be, you know, the social system or even the solar system. Mm -hmm. So it's the notion of having a hierarchy of systems and everything is a part of the hierarchy. And so I include this concept within spectral potentiality. So where spectral potentiality is the notion where there are infinite possibilities in any circumstance rather than being just, you know, yes or no or binary options. Mm -hmm. There's also the dimension. So let's say 
there's the different possibilities on one dimension, and then there's the systems on another dimension. So, you know, there's different possibilities when you're thinking about yourself, mm -hmm. and there's also different possibilities when you're thinking about the system that you're a part of. And so, you know, I guess we could relate that to what's going on today in the world with the pandemic, mm -hmm. because, you know, it, this time I feel like it's really revealing a lot of different things about the systems <laughs> a that lot, yeah. we're a part of. Yeah. So, like, you know, if we're just thinking of ourselves and our own systems and our own health, you know, obviously there's a lot of us that are getting antsy about sheltering in home in place and, you know, not being able to socialize and not be able to go out in public and go to the parks and the beaches and stuff. And, you know, that's a notion of self-assertiveness. Assertive, so that's like a notion of the self and the individual and the human system. So, you know, you're thinking about yourself and your own systems but then there's also the notion of the systems outside of you that you have to think of. I uh, refer to these as your super system or your external influences. So, you know, one big thing that's coming out of this whole pandemic is that, you know, we're all involved in it. It's affecting the whole world and we're all connected in that way. And we have to think about all of this. We have to think about everyone else in that system because you're affecting the entire system, whether you know it or not. Yeah, one of the ways that I really see that playing out um, right now, we're getting a lot of protests from people who are mad that like they're shutting down the beaches in California or, mm -hmm. you know, that they can't do whatever, whatever it is that they want to do, or they can't go back to work or whatever. And so they're protesting. And so that that's the self-assertiveness of like their system, mm. but they're not thinking about their impact on the public health system. Right. So like, just because you don't get sick, if you spread it around and all these other people get sick, the impact that, you're, that your self-assertiveness is having on the public health system can be catastrophic. Exactly. So in terms of spectral potentiality, there's the spectrum between the systems of self-assertiveness self to self-transcendence. So self-transcendence would be transcending out of yourself and thinking about the system outside of you, the super system. So, you know, I know there's different connotations with the word transcendence and you know, people might think it's woo-woo, but I'm just kind of using it as its dictionary definition term. You're just talking you know, about like not looking, like looking beyond yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, this could even go into why different countries are reacting differently and mm. having different outcomes. Like the Asian countries are historically known to have more of a collective society rather than the western societies which are more individualistic yeah and so you know that may point to why countries like china and south korea were quick to shut down and distance and 
put protocols in place in order to come out of this whole thing faster and more beneficially mm -hmm. at the in the end mm -hmm. you know they're thinking about the whole collective the whole society the super system instead of asserting you know individual wants and you know satisfying individual gratifications and stuff like that mm -hmm. so yeah just another dimension and another perspective that i think is beneficial in terms of the whole realm of spectral potentiality and taking perspectives and understanding where boundaries are and understanding where the balance needs to be yeah so yeah we'll keep it there for now and i think yeah i don't know i, I kind of like free talking about this whole spectral potentiality and complex system <laughs> stuff so maybe we'll just keep going on that every week i mean okay. this is the stuff that i think about all the time anyway and I like putting it out there, you know, I, I feel like it's pushing me to develop these theories and ideas more solidly and they're kind of crystallizing faster, I think. Good. So, yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, we'll leave that there for now and maybe we'll come back with more spectral potentiality or quantum theory next week. And move on to the segment where I espouse the virtues of practice and provide unsolicited advice. All right. So we're talking about uh, structure, our daily structure and our rhythms. And I challenged listeners last week to take stock of their daily routines and try to anchor their schedules around the sleep-wake cycle. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully people thought about that or tried to adhere to that in some way or another or discovered how difficult it is <laughs> to stick to that. And, you know, I know some people have kids and stuff. We don't have kids to worry about, so we're lucky in that regard. But, yeah, I mean, I used to have the most difficulty going to sleep and waking up at the same time every day. Like <laughs> difficulty it, is an understatement. Yeah. I mean, it was an impossibility yeah. up until like two, two and a half years ago. And so I understand like how hard it could be to try to line up, you know, the times you go to bed and the times you wake up. But now that I do it and now that I know how I feel, like, I can't recommend it, you know, anymore. Like, I, I can't, I can't, you can't well, I don't know what you I'm can't recommend say. it anymore strongly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like such a important factor of your health and your rhythms that, like, you know, it should be everybody's priority in my mind. And on that note, I've been on a good schedule for the past week and a half or so. I think maybe two or three episodes ago, I was talking about sleep, being deprived of sleep and kind of getting too revved up in work mode mm -hmm. that 
you know, so I actually ended up going like three weeks, you know, working every day just because I was so excited about everything I was doing and I couldn't stop working. <laughs> But then I finally took a day off, went to the beach, and the next day I was so much more productive and my sleep got better and my other biometrics that I tracked, they pretty much all of them improved across the board. So, you know, and, and when I took that break, I almost wasn't able to because I ended up starting to work and got caught up in that and I was having so much fun and then I finally realized that I had to pull myself away like I forced myself away from the computer and went to the beach and got benefit from that so this past week I did it again and made sure to take two days off or actually two mornings off so you know I'm not even taking full days off but Taking those breaks has allowed me to, you know, step back and kind of relax my mind, take in all the stuff that I've been working on, you know, reconsolidate and ha have my mind kind of regenerate, mm -hmm. you know, after doing all that work so that it can come back better, stronger and more productive. And so this past week has been so productive for me. And I could see that, you know, it's not only more productive, but I feel better because I'm sleeping better. And like, you know, I could just feel that my mood's better during the day. There was a couple of times, uh, like two or three weeks ago when I was getting deprived of sleep that I could feel myself getting short with yeah. some things. You and, got a little grumpy. Yeah, getting a little grumpy. But <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is all just going to say how important like sleep is. And it's much easier to find a rhythm and get structure on your days if you can line up your sleep-wake rhythms with the light-dark cycle. Well, and I think that that's really important to note, especially right now while people don't have a lot of structure maybe in their lives right. because they're like working from home and their lives have been like completely turned upside down and they don't have like their normal schedule. So it gets really easy to kind of have everything blend together or like work more than you want to or feel like you can't get away from work because your work is in your house. So, you know, finding that time where you're actually stepping away you're actually taking a break. You're not just like, you know, zoning out or whatever, like you're doing something that's refreshing. You're doing something that is um, beneficial for you and having that schedule for sleeping, going to bed earlier, not, you know, not getting stuck in like binging TV at night or whatever, like really trying to make a schedule and a structure when everything's crazy. Right, exactly. Yeah, like we were talking about last week, we talked about how humans are basically pattern matching machines. And, you know, we get used to certain patterns and routines during our day. And before, when we were going to work at a certain time, you know, we're leaving the house at a certain time and coming back at a certain time. So we have these patterns and boundaries that are already set for us. So, you know, we don't even have to think about when to take a break or when you should be working or when you should be resting or relaxing. So without having those boundaries anymore, you have to set your own mm -hmm. and make sure that they're in place. Otherwise, you know, you may just be 
running without any pattern or structure and that gets inefficient you know you end up maybe spending more time on something than you should mm -hmm. and you know having bounds creates pressure to be more creative in some instances so yeah i mean it's all good for efficiency having structure setting bounds and then again, you know, there's the whole thing of spectral potentiality. So, you know, maybe you're someone who has too much structure and has fallen into too tight of routines. So, you know, if you're that kind of person and you've been doing the same thing every single day for however long, you know, then you might want to think about how to add some pressure on those bounds and maybe expand your boundaries and test out some bounds and experiment with some things on the extremes so then you can push yourself to grow and learn and improve so it's the whole thing with spectral potentiality it comes back to that <laughs> and how you know you have to consider all these things there's all these different possibilities and options and it's not always just one way and there's not always one way to do the same thing or get to the same place so yeah it's all about the possibilities and your perspective i like it so yeah i think that's all i have for this week all right all right so thank you for joining me on this adventure of positive reflection agile podcasting and functional lifestyle optimization so pam where can people hit you up you can find me on twitter at pamela underscore lund and you can hit me up on Twitter at CKDisco. So, yeah, again, don't take my word for anything that I say in this episode. You know, make sure to check out the show notes where I'll go through and make corrections or actually just, you know, write out what I'm thinking at the time and maybe self-psychoanalyze myself. <laughs> so, yeah, check those out at forcesofequal.com slash practice. And that's all for this week, so I hope you come back next week and keep on practicing. Toodaloo!